If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You know, some people think I'm a little strange. Other wrestlers think I'm a little strange. In fact, a lot of wrestlers don't even want to wrestle the anvil. Why, I don't know. Is, is it because when I pick a guy up for a body slam and I slam him to the floor, <laughs> maybe it's too much for them. Or when the anvil climbs the top rope and pow, <laughs> comes down upon people, maybe they don't like that. Maybe that hurts. <laughs> I love hurting other wrestlers, especially real big wrestlers and real big challenges. I like a challenge. Yes, he wasn't strange at all, however, but he was a very, very unique guy, shall we say. And who are we talking about? But the anvil himself, Jim Neidhart. And how fitting is it on SummerSlam week, however, we mention his name here this afternoon for episode number 153 of Raw Radio here on Monday, August the 12th, however, 2018. Excuse me, 13th, 2018. 8-13-18, ladies and gentlemen. one seven two four 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 four. 7044 caller ID 138744 pound. We are expecting the Heartbreak Kid this afternoon, along with the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, joining us here in what will be a very somber but also a very uplifting day here as we get into SummerSlam week, ladies and gentlemen, here coming up here on Raw Radio this afternoon. And the reason why we played that clip for you, ladies and gentlemen, we'll tell you about it right now, however. Of course, the big news, in case you did not hear the news early this morning, came down shortly after 10 o'clock this morning, or should I say I heard the news after 10 o'clock this morning, ladies and gentlemen. But the news came in shortly before that, however. Early this morning, shortly after 6.30 a.m. in Florida, apparently, however, the father of Natalia Neidhart and the brother-in-law of Brett the Hitman Hart, however, Tragically and sadly passed away, however, of a fall at his home just outside of Tampa, Florida, at the age of 63. Jim the Anvil Nightheart, according to reports from TMZ and from 911 Audio, who we have not obtained as of yet, however, in the video and of, of this conversation on 911, however, apparently fell and bled to death at his home in Tampa at the age of 63. The father of Natalia Neidhart and the brother-in-law of, Jim, of Brett the Hitman Hart, and of course the man who was known as the Anvil and always had that laugh about him, however, that some people found amusing, some found annoying, however, suddenly and tragically was taken away from us way too soon. As a result, however, 911 responded to the scene shortly before 7 o'clock in the morning to try to save the Anvil, but unfortunately, it was too little too late. As a result, Jim the Anvil Neidhart tragically and sadly passed away at the age of 63. The man who, of course, back in the day played for the Oakland Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys, of course, began his career in the squared circle, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, in 1979. This after attending Newport Harbor High School, however, 
believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, in Newport Beach, California. Of course, he gained claim big excess, however, for track and field, and for 12 years was the California High School Record State Champion, however. As we said, he played for the NFL, however, for the Oakland Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys, if you will, before giving it up and concentrating on wrestling. In the late 70s, however, he traveled to Calgary to train with Bret the Hitman Hart's father, Stu, however, and pursue a career in wrestling. At the same time that was going on, however, he pursued a young woman named Eleanor, however, which turned out to be one of Bret Hart's sisters, if you will. He later became a two-time Stampede International Tag Team Champion, however, and then in 1984, along with his soon-to-be brother-in-law, however, and fellow sibling, the Hitman, however, pursued a tag team called the Hart Foundation. And over the next several years, however, they were managed by some of the greatest managers known to society, most notably Jimmy Hart, and later on, the devious one, the sneaky, underhanded Mr. Fuji. At the same time, however, he would also form another team later on down the road with another Hart sibling, Brett's brother Owen, calling himself the New Foundation, if you will. But it was the Hart Foundation where... Jim the Anvil Nightheart gained his biggest claim to success, if you will. He also went on to compete in WCW for a brief time, and also ECW. In the late 90s, however, the Hart Foundation were reformed once more with Brett. This time, however, Brett's brother, and of course also Brian Pillman, and one of the other Hart siblings, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, joined us, however, to form the new front. I hear you. And join us now on the line, I see the human suplex machine and the Heartbreak Kid have joined us here on what has been a very emotional day here at Raw Radio. And guys, I'm going to first off welcome you to 153. Uh, before we get into it, however, uh, guys, I was just talking about the shocking, surprising, and very heartbreaking news, no pun intended, that we heard this morning about one of the greats, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, tragically and sadly gone from us at the age of 63. The fourth legend in the past two weeks to leave us, and the sixth legend that has left, left us this year, not counting Bruno San Martino and another legend as well. Unfortunately, as we said, however, Natty and his wife Ellie had three girls Jennifer, Kristen, better known as Muffy, and of course Natalia. Unfortunately, Howard the Anvil Howard also had his share of trouble, if you will. Eight years ago, he was charged with possession of controlled substance with intent to distribute and two counts of illegal traffic drugs, one count of burglary, and also one theft degree of grand theft. He was arrested and suspended with his license for quite some time, and then shortly thereafter, he was sentenced to five months and four weeks in jail, during which, however, he was held in contempt of court, but then he went to rehab in 2016, which his daughter Natalia, along with the WWE, paid for to try to get his act clean and sober. And it seemed like it was going well for him until this phased downfall that happened this morning. And so as we close up this chapter of our life, we say thank you to the Anvil for making us laugh and cry with your antics over the years. We enjoyed your teamwork with Brett uh, over the years in the Hart Foundation. We also enjoyed your work in Canada in Stampede Wrestling, where you first became a big name and also other federations, including Mid-South Wrestling and Georgia Championship Wrestling as well. Right now, we're going to take it over with the Human Suplex Machine to get his thoughts on this, and then we'll make some heartbreak kids' thoughts as well on this very heartbreaking tragedy. So, John, I ask you now your thoughts about the memory of Jim the Anvil Nightheart. It is heartbreaking and very sad. 
It is indeed. And our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Ellie, Natalia, and the rest of the Nightheart family, including Bret Hart. Lost another sibling. He is the only one left out of that family now. I mean, we know about what happened with Owen. We know what happened with the Bulldog. We know what happened with Pillman and his father and his mother. But like I said, now to lose Jim this way, it breaks your heart, no pun intended. And certainly our thoughts and prayers are with Natty, Ellie, and the rest of the Nightheart family. Fonzie, your thoughts about the loss and tragic sudden passing of Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yeah, it's a shame. The Hart family went so, you know, so defecated when Owen Hart passed. Then British Bulldog. Yep. And when Bret Hart had cancer, you know, that family cannot, you know, you know, take peace right now. You know, it's like one and after another, you know. So we just lost Vader two weeks ago, you know. Mm -hmm. Then we lost, uh, last week we lost... um, We lost Vader in June, Fonzie. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, that's right. We lost lost Nikolai Volkov, we lost Grandmaster Sexay, Brickhouse Brown. No, the the one the Chinese dude this past. Which Remember one? JD? Oh this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know who you're thinking of. But we've also lost yeah. Nikolai Volkov and Grandmaster Sexy in the last couple of weeks too. Yes. But we also and lost one of this year. Good job. Brickhouse Brown. Brickhouse Brown just recently. Yeah, I just mentioned him. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, like I said, Natasha, whatever his name was. <laughs> I think I know who you're thinking of, but like I said, our yeah. thoughts and prayers are certainly with uh, Natty and the rest of the heart, Night Hearts today. I mean, this yeah. is just this is shocking. Words do not describe how I feel right now. I mean, when I heard the news this morning, I was stunned. I mean, I told Fonzie first thing this morning, and I found out shortly after that how the real story, and now we found out what the real story was. And apparently, he slipped and fell and hit his head and bled to death after convulsing, we understand, referring to Jim Nightheart in his home in Florida. But again, our thoughts and prayers with the Nightheart family. All right. On the bright side, guys, let's talk about some other things going on, Howard, and try to get back in the positive mode, Howard, here this afternoon. The PGA Championship was this past weekend at Bella Reeve in St. Louis. We saw Brooks Kepka win his second major of the year. The story here was not how he won, but the story how Tiger Woods came almost close to winning. Shooting the final round of 64, Tiger Woods definitely scratched and clawed his way all weekend long. And he came damn close to getting back on top once more. And I'll tell you, for a guy who I didn't think had a snowball's chance in hell, I don't think anyone had a snowball's chance in hell for him winning this weekend, let alone picking the way he finished. But at the end, however, he stood tall. He came up short, yes. But he showed he had tons of heart and passion at the end of the day. Fonzie, I'll go to you this time. Your thoughts about Tiger Woods and what a weekend he had in St. Louis. It's a shame how he came back and he was very, very close to winning the whole thing. But uh, he might win the he might win the next one that's coming up soon. So 
Certainly. Yeah. And of course, a lot of pe- and a lot of people are saying he could very well end up on the Ryder Cup team with this great showing. It's a very good possibility. Yes, a very good point indeed. Yes. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see what momentum. happens. Take his momentum to the next tournament. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's had a good two month stretch. I mean, you look at the British Open, what he did at Carnoustie a month ago in Scotland. You look what he did this weekend. Yeah, look at what he did this weekend. Yeah, like I said, a month a month ago he was on he was playing good at the British Open too. I mean he has been really on a tear as of late. No pun intended. He has been playing good yeah. golf, and he's been yeah. playing good. And congratulations to him on a fine effort. But congratulations even goes bigger to Brooks Kepa his Brooks Kepka, excuse me his second major this year. He wins the U.S. Open at Shinnecock. He wins the Wanamaker Trophy, the PGA, the biggest present of the Stanley Cup of the golf world this weekend. Holding off Woods, holding off Adam Scott, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas. I mean, the list goes on. And like I said, our tip of the cap goes to those guys as well. John, your thoughts about Tiger Woods' showing this weekend. Is he back? And has he shown to you that he is back now, making more headlines now than he did 10 years ago? Now, when he called me last night about that, I mean, yeah, you're right. He's back. Certainly. Certainly. And he came damn close to winning. You've got to admit, he had one heck of a weekend. No one thought he was going to pull off the biggest win of his career. He came darn close to winning it, but he came also, like I said, just a little short of it. But you know what? At the end of the day, however, he showed he can definitely have, like I said, how he can show he has heart. He has passion. He has thrive. And he showed all of those things. He really did. No question about it. I mean, it was incredible. It was incredible, and he had such a weekend. And again, a tip of the cap to him goes out there. Guys, some other news to report, obviously, is what's going to happen on Raw tonight. Renee Young. Yes, folks, Renee Young. I know that name may not sound familiar to you, but I'll tell you what it is, Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Renee Young is making history in the making tonight. She will be the first female Raw broadcaster, however, on Monday Night Raw history. That's right. Because the coach is celebrating his birthday week a little well, let's just say all week, Renee Young is going to be riding in the captain's chair with Corey Graves and also Michael Cole down in Chad's neck of the woods in Greensboro, North Carolina tonight. Not far from where my folks are right now in the Outer Banks and Coral, and I want to give a special shout-out to them. Hopefully the weather's been nice down there in their neck of the woods. As it stopped raining here a little bit ago, however, even though it was raining here a good bit here earlier this afternoon. Anyway, guys, Renee Young becomes the first female Raw broadcaster in history. John, I'll start with you this time. What does this say for Monday Night Raw to get Renee Young to become the first female broadcaster in history? I gotta say, Vince, like I said last week, I think Vince finally woke up and gave Renee a chance. Certainly, certainly. And of course, we'll be talking more about that, of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, Talk Show on Wrestling uh, Revolution one three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Wrestling Revisited will be back in its normal time slot, one three nine nine two five. Excuse me, six pound at seven p.m. That is going to be a great show. You can bet on that coming up tonight, or tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Also tonight at eleven thirty p.m. Be sure to check out John's uh, Facebook video, if you will, at eleven thirty p.m. He will have a lot to talk about, I'm sure, including the latest results of Monday Night Raw live, of course, from Greensboro, which Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are supposed to be on. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure John will have some more news, however, pertaining to the entertainment world, including the news of Aretha Franklin, who is in not very good health right now, and our thoughts and prayers are with the Queen of Soul at this moment, however, as she is in very, very serious poor health at the moment. 
and uh, we are going to keep an eye on that story. Uh, also, of course, he will let us know about the passing of Jim Neidhart and some other news beginning at 11.30 p.m. Be sure to check out Facebook.com on GROHS uh, at 11.30 p.m. Fonzie, let's get your take now about Renee Young. What does this say for Renee Young, how are becoming the first female broadcaster in Raw history tonight? I'd like to see what Corey Graves has to say about that tonight. Him and his little freaking up the ass with uh, Money Mella, you know. We'll see what happens with this tonight. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. It's going to be very interesting, guys. We're definitely going to be watching this very, very carefully. Uh, just a quick reminder also to you, ladies and gentlemen, of course, don't forget this Thursday, Wolfpack Radio will be on at 9 o'clock, 138521-POUND. We will talk about, of course, a lot about this week, about SummerSlam and TakeOver. And by the way, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, join us for a very special edition of TakeOver, ladies and gentlemen. We're not sure uh, what time and what the idea is, however, but we will know later this afternoon. We hope to hear from the King and Queen of Madness, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, we will also hear from Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw this afternoon. And speaking of the King of Kings, Dora T. Smith, his birthday is this week, Harris, so we'd like to give him a special shout-out here on Raw Radio, of course. Hopefully he'll be joining us during the week at some point, but Gerard, on behalf of myself, Fonzie, and John, and the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, we would definitely like to wish you early on, my friend, a very special happy birthday, and we will definitely have a cold one for you in your uh, birthday day today, or coming up later this week, if you will. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, of course, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, will be a very special edition of SummerSlam, the pre-show. Of course, join the panel, of course, with their side bets, of course, and also predictions for SummerSlam, and also thoughts about TakeOver. And, of course, next Monday, we'll talk about TakeOver and SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen, here on the uh, Raw Radio site, however, as we look at the post-show uh, thoughts of both of those shows. But before we do, we also want to say that tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, of course, one of our own will not be with us tomorrow due to a procedure that he will be undergoing in the morning, and as our friend, the Heartbreak Kid, of course, Fonzie, on behalf of John and myself and the rest of the gang, we are wishing you good luck in your procedure. We hope that everything goes okay for you, and we hope to have you back up and around within a few days after the surgery. So uh, we wish you the best of luck tomorrow morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, however, we have got some other stories we're going to talk about here, including uh, takeover predictions this afternoon, SummerSlam predictions, and also SummerSlam worst moments in history. So, folks, you picked a good day to come up here. Like I said, well, I wouldn't say not out just yet, but it is starting to clear out a little bit, even though it drizzled a little bit here a little while ago. And, Fonte, I hope it's cleared out in your neck of the woods. I know it was raining out there heavily in your area. But, uh, Don, how is it down there in Front Royal right now? What's the latest on Front Royal's weather? Um, It's cloudy. Does it look like it's going to storm? I don't know yet. It's storming over here, What's that? It's totally what I'm living at, so... Okay, okay, so it's not... Yeah, it didn't start no rain yet. didn't start no rain yet, just lightning and thunder, so... Yeah, it's been like that here this afternoon, too, but it's starting to clear out a little bit here, Howard. It's going to—it's still a little overcast here, but hopefully it'll be clearing out here later on this afternoon, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and tomorrow as well, of course. Like I said, Howard, it's supposed to be nice all week. It's supposed to be a little warm, although it was really nice and comfortable this weekend. I'll tell you what, you picked great weather here this weekend in Pittsburgh. It was in the mid-80s or low-70s. Fantastic weather, to say the least, Howard. And, of course, a week from tomorrow, also, my nieces are starting back to school. I'm going to wish them the best of luck. Of course, uh, they will be going in the first and fourth grade respectfully, so I'm going to give them a special shout-out, too, and wish them good luck in their, uh, like I said, first day of school coming up a week from tomorrow. In the meantime here, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will talk about what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, here 
with uh, birthdays and dates and who to do that for you, ladies and gentlemen, but our own human suplex machine, Mr. John Gross. And when John gets done with birthdays and dates, we will start looking ahead to take over in some sense, but we'll also take a look back at what was a very interesting night down in Jacksonville last Monday night. How so? We'll let you know. So let's turn it over to John now with birthdays and dates for the last three days. John, go right ahead. All right, let me get that up here. Okay. And while John's researching that too, folks, before we get in depth, we want to remind you our triple header is on Wednesday, beginning at 6.30 p.m. Outside the ropes, of course. We'll talk about the latest music, politics, movies, and sports. One four one three seven. Join John, myself, Fonzie, and the rest of the gang in the panel. Way too tough to handle. 8 o'clock, the wrestling debate will be high and heavy this week. You can bet with SummerSlam and TakeOver. Right. I'm sure. 139925 pounds. Just a second, John. And at 9 o'clock, we'll recap SmackDown for you this Wednesday night, of course, John will have the birthdays and H. Gerard and I will have your news headlines for each and every night here on the Talk Shoe Radio Network. So let's now go to John with birthdays and dates here for today and over the last right. few days as well. Go, ahead, John. All right, 1935 in Waterloo, Iowa, Otto Cox, the Earl Wentler by Count 1966, Lester Welch defeated Sputnik Monroe in a tournament final in Florida to win the NWA Florida heavyweight title. 1967, Mr. Wrestling defeated El Mongol for the Georgia heavyweight title in Atlanta, in Chicago, Illinois, at the International Amphitheater. Vern Gagne beat Lou Fez for the AWA title. 1972, in Denver, Colorado, Wahoo McDaniel and Don Morocco Larry Hennig and Dusty Rhodes in the main event. Pennsylvania Lottery's new iLottery. Sorry about that. I could. That was 1985 in St. Paul, Minnesota at the Civic Center. Road Warriors no contested the Irwins in a non-title match. 1986, Steve Simpson defeated Buzz Sawyer in Fort Worth, Texas to win the world-class television title. 1987, Kurt Hennig beat Jerry Lawler in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, huh. 1989, Jeff Jarrett and Matt Bourne beat Cactus Jack and Sheik Braddock for the USWA Tag Team title. And Matt Bourne, of course, better known to you all as Big Josh in WCW in the early 90s and was at one point doing the clown and also the maniac who competed in the very first WrestleMania. Yeah, let me go back to the cage side seats. No problem. Um, I know Hulk Hogan has a birthday. I'll talk about that. Yes, indeed. However, he does have a, have a birthday. However, happy birthday to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know what? You know what, J.D.? He, he, I don't think he's not that what? kind of old. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. He looks like he's still in his 50s, I think, when you look at him. Yeah. I remember not August 11, 1997, that uh, Shawn Michaels in Triple HDX was born. Yeah, too. that's right. That's right. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And Rick Rude came back, too. All right. All right. Here, here's the full, full stuff now. All right. Here is the full stuff. Like I said, 20 years ago today on Raw is War, Ravishing Rick Rude returned to the WWE as Shawn Michaels' insurance policy. We haven't seen yeah. Rick Rude in WWE since October 1990. 
he was scheduled to feud with the big boss man at the time of his departure. I remember he was twenty. It was twenty-one years ago today. Sorry. I remember also when Rude uh, feuded with the big boss man. Rude and Heenan made fun of False Man's mother. That's right. You remember that, Janie? I do recall that. I yes, I do very, very well. Yep. Yes, I do. Uh, ten years ago today on Raw from Richmond, Virginia, Legacy defeated Batista and John Cena to regain the World Tag Team Championship. Yep. Eight, seven years ago today, Scott Ledoux died from complications of ALS. 62 years old. Same. Yeah. And yeah, we, and yep, it's happy 65th birthday to Hulk Hogan. And also, before you get into Sunday, however, we also lost several years ago Roland Red Bastine, who, of course, back in the day used to call Maple Leaf Wrestling up in Toronto in Gerard's neck of the woods at Canada. Yes, folks. Oh, Canada, which is probably going to be in a couple weeks, folks, with Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. In T-Town, Toronto. 35 years ago today, Sonoru Sayama, the original Tiger Mask, called it a career at the age of 25. Yeah, I think he started competing when he was like 16 or 17, if I remember hearing. Yeah. Um, and Sayama returned to wrestle and still wrestles to this day, I think. Yes, I believe that's right, yes. 30 years ago today in Los Angeles, California, both the late greats Owen Hart and Kurt Hennig made their WWE television debuts. Hmm. We really miss those guys. Yes, we do. No doubt about it. Two guys. Yeah. One's, a hall of, one's a Hall of Famer. One should be in the Hall of Fame. Twenty. Yeah. 26 years ago today, Mashiro Chono defeated Ravishing Rick Rude to win the G1 Climax Tournament and the vacated NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. 26 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Johnny Hotbody won the first ECW Television Championship. 21 years ago today at WCW Saturday Night Taping in Colorado Springs, Chris Jericho defeated Alex Wright to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. <laughs> Ten years ago today, TNA for eleven years ago today, sorry, TNA presented Hard Justice from the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. This show is mo- most notable for the debut of Adam Pacman Jones, the then Tennessee Titan. And last I heard, he's trying his luck, uh, I think, with Cincinnati, or he played for Cincinnati, and then I, last I heard, Cleveland or Baltimore, I know he's out of the NFL right now. Yep. Six years ago today, TNA presented Hardcore Justice from the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. There was only one title change as Madison Rain won the TNA Knockout Championship. Um, happy 46th birthday to Jonathan Coachman. I think that explains why, why he's on assignment. Yeah, really. And a happy 53rd birthday to Dr. Wagner Jr. Happy 55th birthday to Koji Katile. And a happy 63rd birthday to Terry Taylor, better known as the Red Rooster. 
Yes, uh, very unique wrestler and also a one-time WCW agent, if you remember, and also a Mid-South competitor, one of, uh, I feel, one of the most underrated wrestlers in history. He was also a member of the York Foundation back in the 90s with Terry Runnels, Robert Gibson, and uh, I believe, I'm trying to think who else was in that stable. This was like 1990, 1991, I'm thinking. I just saw a tape of this not long ago. I know Morton. Terry Runnels was in the stable, and there was another one besides Taylor. I forget, but they called himself the York Foundation, I remember, back in the 90s. But yes, happy birthday to Terry Taylor, indeed. Yeah, and now and now we have another Alexander York committing copyright infringement. We do? How's that? Dana Brooke. I'm... Oh, yes, yes, yes. I call her the Terry Runnels of Alex, uh, Alexander New York. You're right. Yes, I call her that all the yeah, time. You're right. I know. I should have no. done that. I should have done that. Good call, John. Yes, <laughs> 24, years ago, today, Eastern, 24 years ago today, Eastern Championship Wrestling presented Hardcore Heaven from 94 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Cactus in the main event, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk's match went to a no contest because the public enemy came out to attack Jack and Funk. But uh, they yeah. asked the fan to throw a chair in the ring, and it turned out everyone threw chairs, threw chairs in the ring. Public enemy would be buried under over a hundred chairs. <laughs> Eighteen years ago today, oh, I can't stop laughing at it. Eighteen oh, years great. ago today, WCW presented New Blood Rising. It's often cited as among the worst pay-per-views in wrestling history, behind two other WCW events, Super Brawl and Halloween Havoc. Lance Storm defeated Mike Awesome in a Canadian rules match for the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. Of note, Bret Hart made his last ever pay-per-view appearance for WCW on the show. Um, Vampiro and the Great Muta won the WCW World Tag Team Championship. 17 years ago today, Jeff Hardy defeated RVD to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. But the show, which also features the classic segment involving The Rock and Booker T., What's two plus two? Thomas Jefferson, sucker! It's probably yeah. best remembered for Stone Cold Steve Austin introducing a catchphrase, which has been more popular to the fans. What? Huh. Yes. What? 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 <laughs> yeah. In a 2002 WWE home video, the reason why he did that is... It, is he explained to you? What? Is that, sorry? Yes. He explains the inspiration came from a long voicemail he left for Christian on the road. The catchphrase would go on to live in infamy in wrestling history. He said, Austin said this in 2013. The fact that my presence is still felt is an honor and a privilege. Everybody always says, what? Ruins everybody else's promos. It, it does not. If you leave that gap in between your sentences, your words, your phrasing, don't interrupt your cadence and give them that end for the what? If you just keep talking just like I'm doing, I don't give you a chance to say it. Thirteen years ago today, Colt Cabana 
defeated CM Punk in the best of three falls match. And speaking of uh, Paul Cabana, 12 years of speaking, what? Real quick, I was going to say, speaking of Cole Cabana, what about this lawsuit with Cole Cabana and CM Punk that I mentioned last week? What do you make of this whole thing? i got to ask you guys both this question. I'll start with you. What's your take on this whole thing? Crazy. I mean, I don't know why they had to have this thing happen. It's just it's ridiculous considering what happened a while back with the whole lawyer thing and everything like that. But now for him to uh, just take CM Punk to court like this, I just, I don't get it. I really, really, for the life of me, do not get it at all. 11 years ago today, WWE taped the 35th edition of Saturday Night's main event for the first time and the only time at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Stone Cold Steve Austin was also there, and amazingly enough, it took place in Madison Square Garden. Evander Holyfield and Matt Hardy went to a no contest in a Boston match. Remember that? What? All right. We had a de- we had a death eleven years ago today. It was Brian Adams. He was found dead, unconscious in his home by his wife. And was pronounced yes. dead at the age of 43. Yes. This was when two months when we lost Chris Benoit. Right. Nine years ago today, Spike TV and TNA issued a joint press release announcing their TV deal was extended through 2012. The new deal also called for 10 one-hour specials. Yeah, it was nine years ago, sorry. <laughs> um... And and seven eight seven years ago eight years ago today, Lance K died in San Antonio, Texas, at the age of twenty nine. I tell you what, August thirteenth is not is not good for wrestlers. No, it's not, not very good. good. I agree. Yes. Um, seven years ago today, Jay Lethal won the ROH Television <laughs> Championship. Over El And uh, do I, do we have any birthdays? Because I don't. We yes we do yes we do. Uh, we will also tell you today. However, is the 48th birthday of Little Spike Dudley, the NWO Sting Jeff Farmer turning 56, and Jumpin' Jim Brunzel turning 69. Happy birthday to all of them. And before all right. we get into anything else, however, I want to tell, uh, tell you all, we have a big announcement. John, I know you're looking forward to this announcement with great anticipation, and I'm going to tell you about it right now. WWE has issued the following statement. Tuesday night, October 16, 2018, SmackDown number 1000 will be coming to you live from the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., and tickets go on sale this Friday morning at the box office at 10 a.m. So, John, apparently SmackDown 1000, like you did say, will be coming to you next week. We finally figure out what day it's going to be. It'll be the 18th of October. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning in D.C. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we are reporting now, according to reports in Florence, South Carolina, last night, Sheldon Benjamin, or excuse me, not Sheldon Benjamin, Ty, Ty Dillinger. May have suffered an injury last night in South Carolina at a house show. According to reports, during a matchup with Sheldon Benjamin, Dillinger went up to the top rope where Benjamin ran up and hit him with a knee. Dillinger quickly fell to the floor, and after the referee checked on him, he threw up an X and the match ended. 
Benjamin won by count, although the referee never actually counted. Trainers did come out, however, and help Dillinger to the back. There is no update as of now involving his status, but it could be known in the next few days. Also, in addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, matches set for this week, however, on 205 Live and NXT include the following, however. The Street Profits taking on the Mighty. Roderick Strong will be taking on Tyler Bate. Kari Zane will take on Aila on NXT. On 205 Live, meanwhile, these two matches have been announced. Akira Tozawa taking on Leo Rush. And Cedric Alexander will take on Jack Gallagher. But there is a catch in the Alexander match. No Drew Gulak whatsoever at ringside. No Brian Kendrick allowed at the ring, according to GM Drake Maverick. That is tomorrow night on SmackDown and 205 Live, ladies and gentlemen, live from Greenville, South Carolina, at the Bon Secure Wellness Center, a.k.a. formerly the Philo Center, in Greenville. In addition to that, on SmackDown tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, this match has just been announced by GM Page. It will be Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the fake-looking blonde bimbo and her MMA tough counterpart, Miss Cornrose herself, taking on the Queen, Queen Charlotte Flair, and the last kicker herself, who is fired up for their big triple threat match with Carmella this Sunday, if you will, Becky Lynch in tag team competition. So, folks, those are just some of the matches you will see this week on 205 Live, NXT, and SmackDown. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number again, one 605-562-0444, call ID 138744-POUND. You can join us right now until 5 o'clock. I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolamo, along with the Human Suplex Machine, and, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and Mr. John Gross from Front Royal Virginia. Of course, guys, we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to get into it right away here. Of course, we are expecting the king and queen of madness, Mr. WCW, uh, Chad Hinshaw, also going to be stunned by today, along with the King and Queen, Michelle Lindot, and King Andrew Jordan, who, again, as we mentioned, has his birthday coming up this Friday. We'd like to wish him a very happy birthday on behalf of myself, John, and the rest of the gang here this afternoon here on Raw Radio. Guys, takeovers this Saturday night. We've already got five matches. Lester, we're going to break down the matches individually and get everyone's thoughts here. And then, of course, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw as well as SummerSlam predictions as well and give you our thoughts there. And then we'll talk about last week's Raw as well. But uh, in between that, I'm going to have to step out following the NXT show just for a couple predictions for a couple minutes. So, John, I'll let you handle things there until I get back. I just have to take care of some minor things here. But I will be back shortly. So let's get into the predictions now and get everyone's thoughts here about TakeOver uh, Brooklyn 4 before we get into the matches. How, uh, how do you see the card this Sunday, John, in your opinion? I see a good card. I do, too. I would agree there. Very good point, indeed. Even though we've got five matches, very good point, indeed. Fonzie, what about you? What are your, what's your take of uh, to, uh, NXT Brooklyn for this coming Saturday night? Fonzie, are you there? I think we've lost him. No, he's still on the thing. We might, he just might have to step out for a minute. Uh, we'll get his answer here in just a few minutes, but uh, we'll come back to him in just a moment or two. Uh, let's try it again. Fonzie, are you with us? Okay, we'll come back to him. In the meantime, let's uh, get predictions now from uh, John Howard and get his thoughts, however, before we, I have to step out. And, John, like I said, I have to step out for a few minutes, however, so if you want to handle things until I get back, that'd be great. Let's talk about the matches and get everyone's predictions here, including my own, and we'll tell you what our thoughts are. Again, these are for the NXT TakeOver for this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. So here we go. 
In no particular order, the first match of the night for the North American title, it will be Adam Cole, baby, of the Undisputed Era, taking on the Ricochet. Ricochet, of course, banged up going into this show. However, says he's going to still give it a go, however, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'll ask you, John, who do you like in this one for the North American title? Who'd you pick? I have not made my prediction yet, however. I will make my prediction after you get your prediction in. I think Adam Cole will retain. You think Adam Cole will retain? I'm going to go with him as well. Okay. Uh, up next, the Velveteen Dream versus EC3. I'm going to go with EC3 on this one. As much as I don't want to go against the Dream, I'm going to go with EC3 on this one. I think the Dream is going to be put down by EC3. So I'm going to go EC3. Who do you like in this one? I agree. EC3. You're going to go with EC3 too. Okay. Up next, Shayna Baszler versus Kari Sane. Uh, as much as Shane has been a good champion, and she has been, I think Kari Sane's going to shock the world here. I think she beats Baszler for the title and wins the NXT Women's title. We have a new champion. The changing of the title happens here. That's my prediction. I'm going to go with Kari Sane. Who do you got? Yeah, I agree. Kari Sane. All right, let's see if Fonzie's returned now. Fonzie, you back with us. Okay, apparently he is still out. Okay, we'll be back to hear from him in just a moment. Up next, the first of our next, uh, like I said, all these matches except for one are all for the title. This is our third match of four that has gold on the line. It will be, however, the NXT Tag Team titles up next. How are the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus Mustache Mountain? John, we've seen these two have some great matches in the UK and the States. Who wins the third and deciding fall between these two? Uh, who now? Who is it again? Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain, bait and seven. Mustache Mountain. You're gonna take Mustache Mountain to get the gold back in. I'm gonna go against you in this one. I'm gonna take the Undisputed Era. I think they hold on to gold a little bit longer, and I think they're gonna find a way to retain. So I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. And finally, of course, the big one, ladies and gentlemen, last man standing, winner take all. This has been a few that has been boiling all year long. Tommaso Chiappa, the Sicilian stretching man, taking on Johnny Gargano. Johnny wrestling himself has come so close to defeating his pretty much dead even with uh, his former DIY mate. But as we said before, Gargano has come close to winning the NXT a few times. How can he become number 16 and stop Chiappa's uh, short reign as far as champion? Or does Chiappa hold the gold a little bit longer? I'm going to go against the grain. I'm taking Gargano. I think this is his time finally. I think he sucks the world. And finally, the feel-good moment comes true. Johnny wrestling wins. Who do you got in this one? Johnny Gargano. You're going to go with Johnny Wrestling too. Okay, so folks, only one disagreement out of the five that John and I have, however. So there you have it. And let's see what Fonzie has to say in his predictions if we got him back on the line with us. Fonzie, have you returned? Okay, apparently he is not back with us. Uh, John, if you want to handle the plug and discuss anything else that's coming up, however, go right ahead. I have to let my dog out real quick. She is wanting to go out because she's like pacing back and forth. I haven't let her out for a few hours, and I know she's wanting to do her little thing outside, so if you can do that. And if Fonzie comes back <laughs> the line, tell him I will be right back, however, and we can get his predictions. And when we come back, folks, we will give John, hopefully John and Fonzie's thoughts about last Monday night in Jacksonville. We'll give you an early preview of SummerSlam and give you our predictions, and then we'll tell you what our least favorite moments of SummerSlam were. So, John, if you want to give out the plug, anything else you want to discuss, go right ahead. And then, like I said, if Fonzie comes back, just tell him I'll be back, and you guys can discuss among anything and everything, and I'll be right back. All right, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. I'll get. I'm gonna get used to this number, folks. I promise. 
But anyway, this is our new new thing, I guess, from now on. So I guess we're going to have to get used to it. Can't get, get used to everything <laughs> once in a while. He had to step. He had to step away, Fonz. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, and let his dog, and let yeah. his dog out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm back. I was talking with someone. Somebody called me, wishing me good oh. luck tomorrow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm back. I'm back. He's back. Fonzie's back. Okay, too. I see Fonzie's back too. Okay, so okay, thank you very much, Joe John, for uh, uh, handling that. And Fonzie's now returned to the line with us. Fonzie, welcome back. We just did our predictions. Yep. John and I agreed on every pick but one. Let's get your predictions on who you like. Uh, first one again. These are no order at all. Adam Cole taking on the Ricochet for the North American title. Who do you got? Who is it? Adam Cole. Yeah, of the Undisputed Era taking on the Ricochet. This is NXT Brooklyn 4 predictions we're doing now. Yes. Okay. What'd you get? Would you I went with Adam Cole. We all went with that. The two of us went with Adam Cole. Who do you got? All right. Let's clean the sweep. Clean the sweep. All right. That. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, like I said, we... Like I said, we uh, I thought we heard something there. Apparently, however, like I said, however, but like I said, we're definitely going to check on that here in just a minute or two. Up next, of course, is another one: Velveteen Dream versus EC3. John, and I went with EC3. Who do you got in this one? EC3. Uh, you know, EC3. John, is that your noise there in the background? I'm hearing. No, it's not. Okay. No. Okay. Fonzie, is that yours? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, well, we'll find out what that noise is in a minute. Okay, so both of us got uh, Adam Cole and EC3. All three of us got Adam Cole and EC3. Okay. Up next, Shayna Baszler and Kari Sane, however. I went with Kari Sane in this one. John, you went with Sane too, right? Yeah. Or did you go with Shane? Okay, you went with Sane? Okay. So who do you got in this one, Fonzie? Shayna Baszler or Kari Sane? This is a woman's, right? Yes, this is the woman's title match. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Who holds the title? Oh! <laughs> Sorry, Damn, John. John's just waking up, folks. Bear with him. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, who holds the title? Jaina Baszler does. Jaina Baszler. Correct. Okay. 
that you two went to the, the Challenger event, right? Correct, Amundo. Yes, I'm... Okay. All right, let's do the clean sweep on that one. All right. Uh, this is where we might disagree on. Fonzie, not, or not Fonzie, I, John and I went against the grain this one. John went with Mustache Mount on this one. I went with un, the Undisputed Era. This is for the tag title. I gotta say my mustache. Who do you got in this one, Fonzie, between the Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain? I'm going to agree with you. Your pick, JB. You're going to go with the Undisputed Era as well. Okay. And finally, we went with Tommaso Chiappa, Johnny Gargano, the NXT last man standing match. I think this is Gargano's time. I really do. I think it's going to be a short reign for Chiappa, but you never know. I'm going to go with uh, Gargano on this one. Uh, John went with Gargano, too. Who do you got in this one between Johnny Wrestling and Tommaso Chiappa? Sorry, Gargano. You're going to go with Johnny Gargano. Okay, and joining us now, I see our friend from Florida, I believe, is joining us now on the caller ID. I think he's with us today, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see if he's with us right now. Is our friend from Florida there right now? Apparently, he's trying, like I said, uh, like, he's trying to he's trying to get on with us here, folks, so bear with him, however, like I said. However. Like I said, let's see if we can, let's see if we can try to, if we can hear from him. Right now, hold on a second. Let's see if we can uh, get him to hear us here, folks. Uh, our friend from Florida is joining us here. So hold on a second. Let's see if we can hear him. All right, is our friend from Florida with us right now? He was. Oh, well, we must have lost him. Oh, well, how are Anyway, folks, uh, we'll... Anyway, we will uh, try to get back from him, hopefully shortly here, folks. But in the meantime, we got John, Fonzie, and myself. Guys, we're now going to talk about Monday Night Raw last week, however. But uh, like I said, however, let's talk about last Monday Night's Raw. Uh, we saw what happened in the interview, however, with Paul Heyman, however. We saw what happened uh, with some other things going on. John, I know you had a lot to say last week, however, in your rant, however, about what went down in Jacksonville. Uh, so, again, let's get your thoughts about what was a very interesting night down there in Jacksonville, please. Uh, like I said, Brock Lesnar still does not care about anything. Yes, obviously he doesn't. And, of course, there has been talk about that whole thing, however, mind you, however, like I said, how I mean, like I said, we'll see what happens tonight. We understand that Brock and Paul... Anyway, we'll see what happens tonight when Brock and Heyman are going to be in the same arena. Uh, let's just say, and who knows what we're going to see what happens tonight, however, involving that, however. So, uh, that being said, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But it's going to be a very, very interesting, however. Uh, so, time will only tell. Uh, that being said, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but, you know, uh, like I said, with Brock and Paul Heyman going to be in the same arena tonight, only one can wonder what kind of storm we're going to invade, have in uh North Carolina tonight. It could be very, very heated, to say the least, however. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, time will only tell, however. You know, time will only tell. 
And folks, we can run an update on that uh, train derailment story, however, mind you, however, that happened a week ago Sunday in Pittsburgh. We can now tell you right now, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, this is according to reports now from the Post-Gazette website, PittsburghPostGazette.com, by the way. They are saying now how the Port Authority Station Square Station will now be closed for another three to four weeks. Three to four weeks. What's that? I thought they reopened it. They opened up at the lanes, but they didn't open the tracks because of the T. And that's going to be shut down for another three to four weeks. They have to redo the whole tracks again. Everything we're talking about. Uh, so, unfortunately, that is not good news for you fans out there uh, taking the T or whatever. But uh, the road, I think, is open, however, except for one lane. However, I think that's kind of opened up again. But, folks... The Port Authority Station and Square Station will now be shut down until the middle of September, so that is unfortunate to say the least, Tar. So there you go. Uh, so we will be definitely keeping a close eye on this story again. In case you did not hear, of course, there was a big train derailment a week ago Sunday, and because of this, Tower, the Station and Square thing, Howard, has been closed now, like I said, for a while, except for every lane but one. I think they reopened everything but one lane, I think, last Thursday or Friday. But now they're saying the station, as far as the T goes, that will not be open, however, for another three to four weeks, folks. So that's very unfortunate, to say the least. Now, we're going to talk to you, ladies and gentlemen, however, about SummerSlam. And, of course, SummerSlam will be coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 5 p.m. Of course, there is a lot of topic going on how, of course, the theme going into this show is Burn the House Town by AGR. Of course, the theme for Brooklyn is Blood Slash Water. Well, there will be blood and, I'm sure, plenty of water to cool everyone down, however, after what will be an exciting night on Saturday night. But, of course, however, it is going to be exciting to see if the house will be burned. Folks, however, ladies and gentlemen, as that will be very, very interesting coming up this Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And guys, we'll talk about it in just a minute. I'll be right back. Guys, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. I'm back. Okay, I'm back. All right. Now, as we said, folks, a lot is going down, however, this Sunday. However, of course, the action begins at 5 p.m. It is seven hours of the show, two hours of the pre-show, four hours of the main show. It is going to be absolutely bedlam, to say the least, however. So, folks, however, like I said, it is going to be really wild, to say the least, however. So, we're going to have a lot to talk about, obviously, however, in the coming weeks, however. So, folks, get ready. It is going to be absolutely chaotic, to say the least, however. And like I said, it is going to be absolutely, like I said, bedlam, no pun intended, this Sunday, however, in Brooklyn. There will be no sleep till Brooklyn, shall we say, coming up this week. So, folks, let's get into our prediction tower and thoughts tower from our panel, of course. Again, these are in no particular order, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we will tell you what our thoughts are about each and every match. How are breaking it down for you? We start off first, of course, with the big one, of course, ladies and gentlemen. This is the pre-show match, ladies and gentlemen. How are coming up this Sunday? It will be Andreas Sin, Almas, ladies and gentlemen, taking on, of course, uh, Rusev. But Selena Vega and Lana will be in the corners of the respectable men. So it's an intergender match, how are, if you will. John, I got to start with you. Who do you like in the intergender match? Um, 
I'll have to go with uh, Rusev and Lana. All right, you're going to go with Rusev and Lana. I'm going to go with Almas and Vega. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Who do you like in this one? Fonzie, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, who do you got in the uh, matchup between uh, Rusev and Lana versus Vega and Almas? I'm going to agree with you, J.D. All right. And before we get to our next match, I'm going to ask anyone real quick, does anyone have any bets they want to make for the NXT show? John? No. Fonzie? No. Don't? Okay. All right. Again, folks, however, like I said, that is, again... Hold on a second. I'm trying to get this done, however... Where's that music coming from? I don't know. Mine. Oh. We got some music supplied by John. Okay. All right, John, we didn't know if that was your music or not. Okay, cool. Excellent. All right, up next, of course, is a very interesting match, guys, of course. It will pit, of course, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. title. Uh, John, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like in this one? Which match now? Shinsuke versus Jeff Hardy. Shinsuke. All right, I'm going to go with Nakamura, too. And Fonzie, Nakamura versus Hardy for the U.S. title. Who do you got in this one? Jeff Hardy. You're going to go with Jeff Hardy? Okay, so he's going to go against us on this one, okay? Up next, guys, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. I'm going to go Alexander. Uh, Fonzie, who do you got in this one? Alexander. You're going to go with Alexander, okay. And uh, John, Alexander versus Gulak, who do you got? Uh, Alexander. All right. Up next, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. I'm going to go with Finn, although I can smell a, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Baron pulls a cheap win off this, off Finn this time, but you never know. But we'll have to wait and see. But I'm going to go with Finn on this one. Who do you got in this one? Finn. All right. I am going to say, however, uh, like I said, I said Finn. Uh, like I said, however, we'll go, however, uh, to Fonzie next tower. Fonzie, who do you got in this one? Finn Balor. You know, Finn Balor as well. Okay. Up next, of course, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. However, we've seen the heat with these two the last few weeks. However, uh, John, uh, I think I went with you last uh, on the Finn match, right? Yeah. All right, let's go to Fonzie this time, however, mind you, however. Uh, let's just say, uh, let's get your prediction on this one, however, mind you. So go right ahead with your thoughts here. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Fonzie, go right ahead. Yes. 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 Daniel Bryan. Uh, he's going to go with Daniel Bryan like me. And Fonzie, who do you got that one? And John, who do you like with Daniel Bryan in the Miz? Daniel Bryan. We have Daniel Bryan, too. Okay. Up next, guys, the triple threat, however, for the women's title, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. We might have disagreements on this one. I'm going to go with Becky. I think Becky's time's here, and I think she shocks everyone. John, who do you got in this one? Uh, Charlotte. And Fonzie, who do you like, Carmella, Becky, or Charlotte? Charlotte. You know, with Charlotte, too. Okay, so two for Charlotte, and I'm the only one with Becky. Okay. Up next, guys, Dolph Ziggler versus Kevin or Seth Rollins, however, for the IC title. 
I think Rollins gets the gold back here, but I think you're going to see a surprise here. If he does not win the title here, I think Dean Ambrose returns. John, who do you got? Uh, Seth Rollins. And does Dean Ambrose return here, do you feel? Yes. All right. Thank you very much, John. Uh, Fonzie, who do you got in this one between Ziggler and Rollins, however? Seth freaking Rollins. All right. Oh, I'm just doing something here, guys. Bear with me here. Sorry about that. Okay. Up next, of course, Braun Strowman taking on Kevin Owens, if you will, however. For the Money in the Bank contract, the rules are if Strowman loses, however, he loses his Money in the Bank briefcase. Owens wins it by default. John, who do you got in this one? I got Strowman. I got Strowman, too, and Fonzie. Get these hands. Von Strowman, there you go. Okay. Tag team match up next, guys. How Bludgeons versus the New Day when it should have been the bar. I'm not really entertained by this match at all. I wish the bar would be in this thing. The bar are deserving of this spot, especially after what happened last Tuesday. But, John, we have to pick a winner here. I'm going to go against the grain here. I think the New Day is going to win, and the, the bar will take the belt off of the New Day eventually. Who do you got? Uh, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to keep keep destroying the SmackDown right. division. You're going to go with the Bludgeons. Okay. That's a possibility. Okay. Very good there. Uh, Fonzie, who do you like? The Bludgeons or the New Day? Uh, the fifth time tag team champion. <laughs> the New Day. Day. All right. You're going to go with New Day as well. Okay. You're going to go with New Day. Okay. Uh, up next, guys, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, however. Uh... I think Samoa Joe's going to win it here. I got Samoa Joe here in a win, however. Fonzie, who do you got? I don't like this match at all. I'm going to go with AJ. I'm going to go with AJ. AJ. I don't like this match at all, how it's going to pay out. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, uh, John, who do you got, AJ or Samoa Joe? I'm going to go in the shot in the dark and say Samoa Joe wins. All right, so Samoa Joe, he's going with me, and Fonzie's got AJ. All right, guys, here's another good one, and I know we're all going to probably agree on this one. Alexa versus, maybe not, Alexa versus Ronda. John, does Alexa get out of Brooklyn alive still in one piece, or does Ronda rip her apart? Oh, as much as I'm a Bliss fan, hell no. (laughs) So you're going to go with Ronda on this one? I have to. uh, Ronda's going to kill her. Yeah, I would agree. I would and I can't agree. say I feel sorry for for <laughs> Little Miss Bliss. Yeah, oh, I would agree. I would agree. Or for one Fonzie, night. I don't think I have to ask who you got in this one. Oh, me? Yes. I don't have to ask, buddy. <laughs> like I said, I don't have to ask because we know who you got. Yeah. Okay, and here is our main event, guys. Brock versus Roman. This is a two-parter now, guys. Who wins the match, and does Braun cash in? Fonzie, I'll start with you on both of them. Uh, these two guys are going to, like, uh, tear each other apart. Yep. Um, if Roman Reigns retains, 
yes, you're gonna see you're gonna see KO or Braun Strowman cashing in that night. Uh, yes. So you're gonna go with uh, Roman, and you will see a cash in. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. I'm going to go with you on that, but I think, however, if Brock finds a way to retain, it's going to be a very ugly scene. It will be very heated, but you never know. This might be a setup all along that Heyman was playing for us like fools like he did last week in the interview. We'll have to wait and see what happens, obviously, tonight. Uh, John, I'll go to you, however, with the final word. Do we see a cash-in, and who wins? Yep, we see a cash-in. All right. And who wins? Um... I say Roman. Okay. All right, so there you have it, folks. Uh, our thoughts on SummerSlam 2018, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by the Human Suplex Machine and by the Heartbreak Hit and by the Iceman here on TalkShoe, ladies and gentlemen, for 153-1605-562-0444, 137-44-pound. This, of course, is Monday, August 13, 2018. We are expecting the Human Suplex, well, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow herself this afternoon, Gerard T. Smith and Michelle Lindotz, as well as Mr. WCW himself this afternoon at some point this afternoon during the 4 o'clock hour here as we will be hearing from him hopefully in just a little bit. If not, he said that he would try to get back to us at a later tonight or not tomorrow. Well, we hope Guys, before we get anything else, i got to ask you, do we have any bets being made for this Sunday? John? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet? Okay, I'm going to hold off on mine for the time being. And Fonzie, what about you? Do you have any bets being made right now? Yes. Uh, what's your bet? Hold on. Hold on. Radio just a little bit. We got to hear what Fonzie has to say. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm crank it down a um, little. Okay. I can find my remote. No problem. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's good. Okay. Go ahead, Fonzie. Uh. Michelle is gone. So, Michelle's not here right now, but what's the bet you want to make with Michelle? Her favorite guy, the Miz, is... Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yeah. All right, what are the stakes? I mean, we'll relay the information to Michelle, Howard. What do you have? A, what do you want to uh, have on the well, line? Well, if she wins... Yes. Okay. Uh, play her. The Miz entrance. Yes. If I win, play yes. Daniel Bryan entrance. What on Revolution? What's that? What on Revolution, you mean? No, the SummerSlam. Okay. But I'm saying, I know you have the bet at SummerSlam, however, but I'm just saying, however, what would yeah, the revolution. I'm sorry. Yeah, the revolution. Okay. All right. So the bet has been made now, and we will inform Michelle of the bet. The bet has been made. Fonzie says that if Daniel Bryan wins, I will tell Chad about this. Mr. WCW himself, Chad Inshaw, that if Fonzie comes on uh, next week, however, sometime early next week on Revolution, that if Daniel Bryan does win, we introduce him to the Daniel Bryan Ride of the Valkyries theme, however, of Kill the Wabbit, if you will, however, next Tuesday night on Revolution. And if not, however, then Michelle will have to come on with her theme music, however, at least one night if she agrees to it, and we'll have to ask Chad if that's okay, and if it's okay with Michelle, to the business theme. So there you go, a bet between... 
Michelle and Fonzie being made here this afternoon. And as we said, we are expecting Mr. WCW himself this afternoon. Now, before we go, guys, as we said, however, we still have plenty of time. We're going to get uh, predictions from our other panelist, uh, our friend in Florida, who will give us his thoughts. And we're going to weigh in on that right now as we bring him into the studio right now, ladies and gentlemen, for a few minutes. Let's uh, get him in right now. And uh, he joins us now from the Sunshine State. It is our friend from Florida. Welcome to 153. Hey, J.D., can you hear me? I can hear you fine now. Yes, it took me a second. I was, we were just doing our SummerSlam predictions. We got Fonzie, myself, and John on this afternoon. We are going to go over your predictions, however, as well, and get your thoughts as well, however. So let's get them here right now. Our first uh, thing, however, we're going to talk about the NXT thing, however, uh, predictions here, and then we'll also talk about a few other things before we get into anything else, however, as well. Uh, first up, the, vel- the first one is Adam Cole versus Ricochet for the North American title. We all said Adam Cole across the board. Who do you got? Ooh, yeah, I, lo- I love Ricochet because uh, he he has a lot of high flying. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against all of you and I'm gonna say Ricochet. Ricochet wins the North American title. Okay, uh, the Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Uh, we scored EC3 in this one. Who do you like in this one? Uh yeah, I think I think Velveteen Dream still has a has a um, future, but I think right now it's uh, he just still needs to work on a l- little bit of his craft. You know, he's he's getting there, but I think his craft needs a little work. So I'll I'll go with EC3. Okay, our next uh, match, however, is uh, the tag team matchup: the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. John went with Mustache Mountain. Fonzie and I went with the Undisputed Era. Who do you got in this one? Oh yeah, yeah. This is the one you told me where yeah they were uh, trading uh, the, the title reigns with each other. Yeah, I think yes. this is the one you're talking about. Um, I guess I'll go with you and John. I'll say undisputed era. All right, Fonzie and I went with that. John went with on uh, Mustache Mountain. Uh, up next, well, of course, Fonzie, yeah. that's okay. Uh, next one is Kari Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Who do you got in this one? Hmm. Yeah, I know Kari Zane is kind of like Nikki Cross. Like she can bring the fight, but I don't know. Shayna Baszler is just—it's kind of dangerous, you know, with that armbar and with all their uh, te- uh, technical wrestling. So, oof. I don't know. Um, what what did you guys go with? We uh we went with Kari Zane in this one. All all three of you. Yes. Wow. Um. Oof. I guess I can go with, with you guys, too. I guess it's a clean sweep, I guess. Yeah, I'll go with Kari Zane. No problem. All right. And then, of course, we got the big one. The main event, Tommaso Chiapa, Johnny Gargano. We all say Johnny Gargano's time is here. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I think because Johnny Gargano, like I said, he's taking a beating from both Chiapa and Aleister Black, which you told me he's, he's sidelined, uh, sadly. So yes, that, Aleister that Black will sucks, not be but, competing um, in the match due to a groin pull. That is correct, yes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, what, I think I think Johnny Wrestling, I think Johnny Wrestling should uh should get a chance to um uh get a taste at the gold. So yes, I would agree. Uh, we did talk also about the uh uh the Anvil Jim Nightheart a little bit, and also about the Paul Heyman uh Brock Lesnar thing. However, we know they're going to be in Greensboro tonight. However, uh, I got to get your take. However, first off, about the Anvil Jim Nightheart passing away, and also the uh, Heyman Brock Lesnar uh brawl that could be uh heated up tonight down there in greensboro um so yeah actually uh you broke the news to me because I, I i just didn't know about it today you actually told me that uh jim the anvil nightheart uh passed away and i 
yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for, you know, Natty, you know, like Natty lost a, a, great, a great father, but um, uh, what did he actually die from, though? I didn't really read. They said uh, he fell he and from. hit his head. He was, I guess, having a seizure or something like that. He was convulsing at home, and he hit his head, I guess, off a coffee table and was bleeding, however, and they tried to save him, but they could not save him. He was 63. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. And uh, when you think about Brett lost another sibling, I mean, he's lost uh, Owen, he's lost Davy Boy, he's lost Pillman, he's lost his mom and dad. I mean, it's just, I just saw a picture, thanks to my good friend Mike Carpenter, uh, who works for the WWE as a, one of the camera people, put a picture up recently of the Hart Foundation. I guess it was when they were all, like, uh, had their backs turned, whatever, draped in different colors of the Maple Leaf and the Yukon Jack and everything. And it just all shows them together, however. And like I said, Brett's the only one left in that picture now. It just breaks your heart to look at, however. But like I said, the Anvil we know, of course, had his own personal demons outside of the ring. He was on Total Divas, a regular however there, uh, like I said. But uh, our thoughts and prayers were certainly with Natty's friends and family, however. Uh, certainly, this just, I mean, this is rough, to say the least. I mean, this is the sixth wrestler we've lost this year. We've lost Vader. We lost Bruno. We lost... Uh, Brickhouse Brown, we just lost Brian Christopher Lawler a couple weeks ago. Nikolai Volkov's another one we've lost. So it's just, it's unfortunate it's come to this. It really has. Right, yeah. Up next, however, is our SummerSlam predictions, however, and we're going to talk about it right now, however, and get your thoughts, however. Uh, let's go into that right now. Our first match, again, these are in no one order in particular. The pre-show match, Rusev and Lana versus Andreas and Almas and Vega. However, I went with Almas and Vega. John went with Rusev and uh, Lana. Fonzie went with Almas and Vega. Yeah, I think it was a silly match, anyways. You know, like I don't, I don't know why they're doing like a mixed, uh, mixed tag match kind of deal. It's kind of like the mixed match challenge, like they did way back, way back uh, two months, two three months ago. But yeah, I guess, uh, I guess, I think uh, Zelina Vega and uh, and Andreas Zdrasina Almas would go get it done. I think they're the better team uh, out of this. Something, something. Uh, next, uh, Shinsuke versus Jeff Hardy. However, uh, we went, except for Fonzie, with Shinsuke. Who do you got on this one? Oof. Well, yeah, Hardy is, like, kind of, uh, dealing with, uh, with injuries left and right. You know, how, like, he, he almost got his, uh, his ear pulled, which was kind of gruesome, but, uh, he's mm-hmm. getting a lot of beating, uh, handed to him. Because, uh, the Rainier beat him up, like, two weeks ago, and then last week Nakamura, like, uh, did a promo, but Jeff wasn't there last week. But he's getting beat up by both of them, so... I don't know. Um, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough uh, one to choose. I'll. I guess I'll go with Nakamura on this one. It's kind of tough. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Ed. Uh Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander for the cruiserweight title. Who you got in this one? Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I don't really watch Two Hundred Five Live, and I think me and you still agree that they should take off that show. But anyways, uh-huh. um, uh, I guess. Uh, I don't know, Drew. I don't know, Drew Gulak is a is a good competitor, but but I think Cedric Alexander is going to still hold on to that title. I don't think anybody's kind of ready to take over for for him, though. That's the thing. So yeah, a uh, one one two two people I could see is Tony Nese and uh, Mustafa Ali. But I know Mustafa Ali had a hell of a match last week with Adeo Tommy. He is uh, concussed to say the least. He is getting better, we understand, but he still got knocked pretty good and loopy last week by Adeo Tommy if you will. And Tony Nese, I think, is one of the more underrated guys in the company right now, next to Mustafa Ali. And uh, I would mm-hmm. say there's another guy, Howard, but I would say Cedric Alexander is still going to hold on to the title for right now. I agree with you there. And like I said, I agree with you about Nakamura. I mean, Fonzie's the only who didn't. I think Nakamura, even though he has not done well with that U.S. belt just yet, I think Howard, his time 
of uh, becoming a successful champion will come in time. And I think uh, the people are going to start having to recognize he is a true U.S. champion. At least hopefully he is a good U.S. champion, even though there has been talk about him, Luke Gallus, and Carl Anderson heading back to Japan early next year. Up next, mm. of course, uh, let's go with Finn Balor versus Corbin in this one. We all went with Finn across the board because I think Finn needs to win more than Corbin does. Exactly. This, this feud, this feud is kind of getting on my nerves. You know, they've they've done it more than once, and I don't know. I don't still don't. I still don't get why they're still putting Finn in this predicament. You know, like uh, I I think uh, you, you I think you said like he still he still owes a, a, a universal title match, but I don't know. They're not giving him a push for that, so he he's just putting. They're just putting uh, Finn against, like, um, you know, no-name people, you know, like Baron Corbin, like Bray Wyatt, like these kind of people. Like these people that mm-hmm. don't even have main event uh, uh, stature in their, uh, in their name, and, and he, they're putting him in against, against mid-card people, which is kind of sad. Right, right, I agree. I yeah. agree, good point. Uh, but I'll go with Finn, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, up next, Daniel Bryan in the Miz. However, uh, we've had a little bit of a disagreement on this one, but I think some of us are thinking this is Daniel Bryan's time. However, I know you have something to say about this one. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a long time coming, you know. So so they so these these uh these two have been been uh you know buddy buddies back in 2010, where you know uh, Br- uh Daniel Bryan was the uh was a mentor of of the Miz. Um, right. And then after that. It it kind of kind of went downhill, you know. Miz kind of like tried to ta- attack Daniel Bryan back when there was talking smack, and he cut a promo um, saying that you're worthless, you can't get back in the ring, you know, blah blah blah. And now you saw last week he was hesitant to say like he won, he didn't want to face Daniel Bryan, but then me and you got a shock last week, like oh you're on, I'll face you at SummerSlam, and then like uh, like okay, I think you, I think you made the biggest mistake of your life, Miz, because I think Daniel Bryan's gonna. Take all that anger that that you put him through for for the eight years. He's gonna throw it right back at you. You got him, Matt, for eight years. I bet you his blood is boiling now. He's like, you're dead. You're dead meat now, Miz. Right, and we saw what happened last Tuesday night when those two got into a fisticuff brawl. I believe it was on SmackDown Live in Orlando. Very, very good point indeed. Uh, up yeah. next, of course, however, the women's match: Carmella, Becky, and Charlotte. You got this Wait a minute. Before we do get your hands on this one, right now, however, uh, right now, ladies and gentlemen, that means only one thing. The Highlander is here, ladies and gentlemen, however, and I think we know what that means. The sword is out and ready to play, ladies and gentlemen. That can only mean one thing. Joining us live now, I believe, from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, not far from tonight's Monday Night Raw in Greensboro, ladies and gentlemen, is the king, ladies and gentlemen, of the radio network, ladies and gentlemen, the man who runs everything with an iron fist tower, and he definitely strikes it down big time, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him to 153, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, are you with us? Uh, glad to glad to be on with you here this, this afternoon. Well, we got you, me, Fonzie, and we got our friend in uh, today. However, uh, I know how it has been a very emotional day. However, in the wrestling world, we were just going over our early thoughts. However, about SummerSlam and NXT. However, we know that Raw tonight is going to be not far from you over in Greensboro, as Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are going to be there. We understand a lot to be talked about, but obviously the big story today is the untimely passing, and we heard it this morning, however, as I broke the news to you this morning, along with uh, Fonzie, however, and, of course, our friend as well, however, the passing of one of the greats, however, Jim the Andal Nightheart, is suddenly gone at the age of 63. Please, share with us your thoughts. Uh, 
what what can you say about the man? Uh, uh, truthfully, I said, well, well, just well, uh, uh, well, uh, cut his nail, superstar, uh, tag team or singles. I mean, he, uh, he, he did it all. And, um, and, uh, even remember what's being said that the reason why he got into wrestling is because he needed something to do a lot more tougher than, than football, from what I heard. Uh, so <laughs> this man, like, could have got a shot of that, like I said, it was truthfully one of one of those tough guys back in the day. And of course, like, you know, you see that, you see that same, that same premise that the Anvil always had when he came to the ring today in, in, in the form of his daughter Natalia. You have said here many, many times. It's a humongous impact here to the wrestling world. Uh, I do also say next year, along with, along with the course and one that we did also lose earlier this year, Vader. I say Anvil needs to go on in right there near him because it's because mm, quite frankly, uh, it's it's well it's it's well deserving of the honor. Uh, but again, like I said, and, and also I couldn't help but you, couldn't help but you that I couldn't help but you saying about the. Uh, uh, what's left in the Hunt Foundation, of course, obviously it is the man himself. Uh, I mean, I know he's doing a humongous impact, with, uh, uh, of course, with, as, as the whole Hart family is. Uh, and that was something that knew the man very well and all. I mean, he will be sadly, sadly missed. And, of course, his, uh, uh, I know, like, the mentality will be, of course, should have a as they, uh, as she competes, of course, coming up here uh, tonight. Here, of course, down down around my neck of the woods, here, right here in Greensboro. But uh, of course, like I said, and, and and the thing is, I will say one other thing. I'm sure y'all would agree with this. If they don't do a promising tribute to the Anvil tonight and all that, the WWE has lost its offer. What got in here? They need to do something special. Yes. For, for the animal here tonight, especially. Yes, they do. I'm sure I'm going to go right to them and say it. So there you go, my own personal opinion. But, uh, yes, we 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 have not. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I don't know if Natty flew back already to Tampa or Flor to Tampa basically yet. However, but I would imagine she'll be back. If not tonight, however, the first thing tomorrow morning, I would imagine it's it's going to be a very emotional week. Certainly, and, and it has been an emotional day for her, no question about it. And speaking of emotion, however, we saw what happened in the so-called. Let's just say fake interview, at least in my words, fake interview with uh, Paul Heyman last week. But we also have Renee Young becoming the first female, however, to announce Monday Night Raw tonight in your neck of the woods. Let's get your take about Renee Young's uh, debut tonight as the first female color analyst on Raw, and also what's going to happen with Brock and Paul Heyman down in your neck of the woods tonight. Uh, right, well, well, I mean, I mean, what that, what uh, a unique opportunity for our neck of the woods to to be to make history. In wrestling, yeah. of course, as 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 Monday Night Raw will have its very first uh, female color commentator on, I like Sarah sitting alongside Corey Graves and uh, and Michael Cole. Uh, it's going to be. I mean, she's, she's always had that unique skill. I sure y'all agree with that. Uh, you know, with the mic and all, doing the pre-show with the pay-per-views and things like that. But it's just not the same. You know, not having had anything to do yet. The main shows themselves. Of course, like I said, with uh, uh, like I said, with down. So, truthfully, honestly, truthfully, this is going to be a humongous honor. I think that she, 
should have gotten that, that opportunity a little while, a while back, my personal opinion. But uh-huh. nonetheless, it's well deserved here. And of course, what better? And of course, a great place like Kingsborough, you know, once again, of course, who has always been well known for so many, making so much history in the world of pro wrestling. This is just another notch on the belt right here for Greensboro, right here in the annals of pro wrestling history, indeed. Um, as for, of course, what, uh, what uh, the deal is with uh, Brock and Paul Heyman, uh, you know, in light of, the, of course, the interview we saw last week, of course, that uh, that Heyman did with Renee Young and all. I mean, I'm, I went back and looked over it a little bit here myself. I mean, it didn't. I mean, I would agree with the fact that it didn't seem to me like it was a, a genuine. He was genuinely upset about the whole thing after that week prior, whenever he pushed, uh, he pushed Brock, whenever Brock pushed him down. I mean. You got to also think about here too. He's trying to pretty much get in everybody's head, you know, you know, the, the fans, and then of course, especially in the, in the mind of you know, Roman Reigns and Kurt Angle and everybody else. He is he is pretty much trying to push the envelope here, and you know, and and try to you know try like I said, try to wean all in his favor and all. And it's a story what we heard about a while back. You know, if in fact Vince McMahon. Is talking with with Brock Lesnar about possibly being able to perform in both WWE and the UFC. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, and JD, I've heard you heard you say this before. How in the heck are they going to make that work? I mean, yeah. honestly, honestly, I mean, could have the thing that Paul Heyman brought about, you know, not wanting to defend the belt at SummerSlam, you know, him saying, you know, him taking the Universal belt over to UFC and all that stuff. Could that have been a prelude to that? Who knows if it could have been or not. But my own personal take here is, you know, uh, Brock's, Brock is definitely going to make an impact here. And the thing is, before, and the thing is before too long, uh, sooner or later, Brock and Roman are going to have to get their, they are going to have to get into the face of one another because, I mean, all this. And it thing, could happen. You know, and it could happen tonight. It could happen tonight. And you know, what they need to do is say, the thing about it is we've always heard, and especially our good friend TNWO. Gerard T. Smith has always said this right here. If you don't have a good storyline built up towards a big-time match, what is, what is supposed to be a big-time match at an upcoming pay-per-view like this, then the story is then the match is not going to be worth a darn to watch, personally, mm-hmm. bottom line. Certainly. So um, the thing is they need to let them go face a face-to-face confrontation tonight. This is the last chance they're going to have. They don't do it. Then that match right there is going to lose. Is going to lose a little bit of integrity, in my, in my own personal opinion. But nonetheless, yeah. I mean, I think Greensboro is going. It's going to fly. Probably just going to fly. But we're going to actually get, get to see Ronda Rousey, of course, in our neck of the woods for the first time too. Yes. Which is actually going to be another unique uh, thing there as well. Will. So I can't wait to see that. Yes, indeed. Yes. It's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a good night. I feel in your neck of the woods. Believe me, I think that the people in Greensboro are gonna be in for a rare treat. Of course, they're gonna be in Greenville tomorrow, as we mentioned. Of course, and of course, the real festivities begin obviously, of course, on when, uh, Thursday, however, when they start uh, hitting Brooklyn, however, and there'll be no sleep till Brooklyn, uh, as I mentioned. Uh, let's keep your early take, however. I mean, I know you won't be making predictions until uh, probably Saturday or something like that, but I gotta get your early take. Uh, overall, takeover looks like it's gonna be another solid show, especially with uh, the big uh, last man standing match between. Up and Gargano this day. What's your take on that? Well, let me tell you something. I mean, the, the, the stakes have gotten much, much higher ever since this development here, of course, going in what was supposed to have been a triple threat match at TakeOver, but due to the unexpected attack on Aleister Black by somebody, which, 
You know, the thing about it, I think it's academic. It's got to be. It's got to be either Gargano or Ciampa. Yeah. I mean, it's academic. People. Who? Who? Who will? Who? Like I said, has the most to gain by attacking one of your opponents for an upcoming Triple Threat title match? Yeah. It's, it's, it's either one of your two opponents. So it's yeah. got to be one of those two guys. I mean, who, I mean, mm-hmm. what, what Thomas said, they're trying Definitely. to work everybody in the same. Okay, it, it's somebody outside the box. No, it is. It's right there underneath your blame nose. Yeah. Right there yeah. it is. It's yes, right there it is. It is. But, I mean, it's called, but, but like I said, William Regal made, made and, and like there's a lot of things I don't like about William Regal. But William Regal is an is an ex, is, is a is an excellent been an excellent GM. In NXT, yes, he has. I would, I would yes, agree. I would definitely agree. Yes. And, and he is, he, he, he has. He, he brought that. That 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 that, 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 but anyway, it's like I said, he made the, he made the right call, and like I said, and trying to do his best. What he did was he salvaged this match into something that he knows that the people are going to watch. If he's one, he's somebody in WWE that knows what the fans want. He's somebody. One is somebody. I mean, but now, but the rest, of, if the rest of them can just follow suit with what he's doing. Hey, no, we'd be all right. No. no. Yeah. So I mean, he's given them what they want. But everybody here on this panel and on all of our shows have said ever since this thing between Ciampa and Gargano has happened, everybody knows that that feud has been red hot over the last few months and all that. And what better? And that, like I said, this was just into a rushing situation with what happened with Aleister Black. And what better way to recover from this and then make the match? You could not make this a regular one-on-one. And especially with the magnitude like of the NXT title also at stake here, there's going to be a lot more than just that blame belt at stake here. These two guys don't like each other anymore. These two guys despise each other from here on in, and they're going to do everything they can until both of them end up killing each other. So that's the best way they're going to end up doing it. And what better way to spike up their NXT than have a last next time you met them? My personal opinion, it's going to be. Good. That's good. That right there is, is if that match is not the main event, then there's something wrong. But bottom oh, it line is. here, it's, it's already been put into the main event. No question. Yes, Let me get Good. Yeah, good point. Very good point indeed. Let me ask you this outside the box, and this is outside, of course, we always go outside the box quite a bit here on Raw Radio. Uh, you've got to be impressed uh, with one person, however, that definitely made some big noise this weekend in the world of golf and Tiger Woods. What was your take on the PGA Championship in St. Louis this weekend with Tiger Woods coming close to winning his first major in 10 years? Well, Tiger, you know Tiger has been trying to recover ever since that situation. I think what was a few years ago involved with his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they did a finger that he had and all and everything like that. That right there really kind of messed it. That really kind of brought him down to a T. Uh, and, and and so that's the Tiger Woods situation happened nine years ago, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. That, oh, that's right. Thank you, John. I appreciate. It. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. So I know it was a while back. I didn't know how long ago. So thank you, John. I appreciate it. Uh, but like I said, I mean, it, I mean if, it, if you take that long to recover from something like that. You know that it's going to it's going to affect every every single thing that that person is known for. And in this case, Tiger Woods, it's golf. I mean, beforehand, Tiger Woods is on fire. Tiger Woods was rolling. Tiger Woods, 
and like I said, still knows how to play the game, but he was but he lost that sharpness. Once but, and he was the he was like the Dale Earnhardt of NASCAR and the Cal Ripken of baseball. Yes, well, sure. you were. Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah, a point. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. I agree. But yes, when you have a scandal, Bob, sorry. When you have a scandal like this, you know, pop up and involves you, you're the center point of it. It's going to ruin your game. So, like I said, it, I mean, like I said, this, this hit Tiger hard, man. It really did, and he has struggled for years to try to get back up there. A lot of people, you know, that, you know, that all his video games that 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 watched his. Uh, you know, I still talked about his glory days, you know, when he first won the Masters and everything like that. You know, you know, with his dad there and everything like that. You know, uh, you know, the, I mean, this is this is this is almost kind of like a comeback story for him. You know, but, it, yes, but he you made talk about time. glory days. Do you think? Uh, do you think? Well, you brought up glory days. Good point. Let me ask you this though. Do you think, however, he finally saw? I mean, for one weekend. I mean, not for one week. I should say for a month now. That glory days finally have reached him again, and by that I mean you saw what he did at the British Open a month ago, Carnoustie over in Scotland. You saw what he did this weekend after having a rough go at it on Thursday, the opening round 70. But he came back, shot 66, 66 in two consecutive rounds, 64 yesterday. I mean, he came within two shots of pulling off the biggest comeback of, within a decade, and everyone said at the beginning of the weekend, oh, you'll have no chance in hell. you got these young guys like the Kepkas, the Ricky Fowles, the Dustin Johnson, the, I mean, even the old war horses like an Adam Scott or Phil Mickelson. He put that aside. He went out there, played his kind of game, and he showed what kind of game he delivered in more ways than one on the grand stage of the mall in St. Louis this weekend. Certainly. I mean, the thing, the thing is, by the he, he showed that, you know, if he, if he, he's seen a lot of young guns out there trying to get get in that spotlight, and if he wants to keep it that badly, he, he, like I said, he needed to really try and get, get back and get get his head back in the game because it hasn't been anywhere because it hasn't been anywhere near there the last few years ever since that scandal happened. So I mean right. like I said, now that's behind him. Now he can focus on what he does best and that is golf. So like I said, he has he has, like you said, he has improved. Big time. Yes, so I mean yes, like I said, I mean coming this close and all that is a victory in itself, in my personal opinion. So I mean the thing that he has nothing to be ashamed about. He came close, like you said. He came put, and like I said, he. Actually, I'm glad. I'm glad to see that he, 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 he is, is slowly but surely getting back up there and and regaining a, a, a little teeny wee bit of his game each and every time he plays. And that's all he's got to do. As long as he continues to focus, he'll be all right. But if he doesn't, it's just going to roll back downhill again, just like what happened a few years back. Right. Very good point. Yeah, very good point indeed. One person who has gotten into trouble, however, as we get back into wrestling talk, however, I'm going to get your take on this, and Fonzie and John, I'll get yours too, however, obviously, is uh, Randy Orton. Let's just say Randy Orton, uh, let's just say, uh, her voice is in his head all right, and he showed, let's just say, his little viper, if you will, no pun intended, all right, <laughs> to a crew member. But uh, he has not gotten in trouble yet, however, with the office, but I'm sure there's going to be some backlash coming out of this. Uh, John, I'll start with you on this one. What's your take of what Randy Orton has done, and does he deserve some punishment coming out of this? I think so. I don't think he will. All right. I appreciate that there, John. Thank you very much. Fonzie, what about you? What's your take? No. What's that? I said no, J.D. No to both or no to one of them? What's that? No to both or no to one of them? Nothing either. 
Need nothing to need it. Okay. Uh Chad, let's go to you next. What's your take? Uh uh Well uh, if, you know if, if you know if George Takei of Star Star Trek fame saw this, he'd say, RK, oh my uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Michelle heard that she killed me. Anyway, uh, anyway, he's been a notable name over the last few years in WWE, and like I said, he has he has, he has gone up against the best in the business. Uh, he has won numerous belts. He has jumped up dramatically over the last few years. Uh, what he's been, but what he but like I said, I mean. Despite that, you know, just because you think your you, you, your name is in the lights and you're that big that you can go up and do whatever the heck you want to do, you know, you, you know, you think you're invincible? No, you're not. You're just like everybody else. You're a human being. So, my personal opinion is that if WWE, if WWE does anything, it'd be possibly nothing more than maybe a slap on the wrist. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, it'd be, probably be hardly anything at all. It, I mean, I'm sure probably some sort of suspension company probably coming up for him, maybe. Um, and, and of course, like he might not see him on TV that much. I mean, they'll have to do something to kind of write him off because he's been, of course, a lot, he's been going along in the storylines involving Nakamura um, and Jeff Hardy. So I mean, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, so uh, uh, so I think they're going to probably end up writing him off after this latest development. So, um, but bottom line here, I mean. I think he needs to. Be, I do think he needs to be punished. But I mean, but you know, like I said, this, that that's what the fans are saying. But, but a lot of times, a lot of people don't listen to what the fans have to say. They're going to go by with their own judgment. And I think, it's, and I think pretty much all it's going to be is just pretty much on the board and a slap on the wrist. My personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah. RKO. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I was just listening to Baron Corbin's exclusive interview. Just did a few moments ago, and you're not going to listen. Now they're saying. Apparently, that the Constable and Finn are going to be in action tonight in separate matches. We're not sure against two, but uh, Constable Corbin has made the announcement just moments ago, and this was, I guess, a couple hours ago, down in the uh, bowels of the Greensboro Coliseum this afternoon, that they will both be in action tonight in separate matches. Uh, like you said, I'm hoping tonight also, and you just mentioned about Nightheart, I do hope they do something with him and honoring him tonight. They definitely didn't do anything for Nikolai Volkov except show a picture and didn't show any package of him. With, I'm not saying that in a, you know what kind of term, but I mean like a regular video montage of him and honoring him. I hope WWE does something to him to honor the Anvil tonight. I think it's classy. I think it would be the smart thing to do. But if they don't, shame on them. Shame on them. Because I think, after what happened with old Nickel, I think Howard, they're still getting a lot of flack out of that whole thing, mind you. And also, I can tell you folks, tonight on Table for Three, Howard, the WWE Network, I just heard it moments ago, we have three of the new uh, bees at the table tonight. Well, I wouldn't say newbies. Matt Hardy will be back at the table once again. This time with Zack Ryder and Xavier Woods talking about superheroes. Yes, folks, it's a superhero montage tonight on Table for Three, ladies and gentlemen, on the WWE Network, I believe, following Monday Night Raw. But also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, if you're up late, Howard, and you can't sleep, Howard, go on to Facebook.com and check out John's Facebook video under GRHS.com, ladies and gentlemen. He will have a lot to talk about as well. Um, with that being said, I want to let Chad have the floor for a few minutes and tell us what's coming up this week as we are counting down the hours, minutes, and seconds into SummerSlam. And when we come back, folks, I will have some closing thoughts here to close out this afternoon's show. So, Chad, go right ahead. Thank you very much for J.D. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, once again with an update here on what will be taking place here this week on all of our shows 
here in the radio network. Of course, don't forget tomorrow night, right after Wrestling Revisited at 7 o'clock at, from 9 to 11, will be, of course, tomorrow's edition of WWS Revolution. Our live video feed will be from Hardy Boys fans. We'll be talking about, of course, uh, the results of tonight's Monday Night Raw, our thoughts and opinions. Plus, also, of course, the latest wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Plus, some more in, insights here on as we get closer to SummerSlam. 138055 pound for that. Uh, Wednesday night, don't forget, uh, outside the ropes, 141387 uh, pound. Wrestling debate from 8 to And which yours truly will be back. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Thank you, sir. Uh, wrestling debate will be, of course, from 8 to 9, 139925 pound for that. Uh, <clears throat> also, I'll be back on with Revolution. Uh, Wednesday night with our live video feed will be from Wrestling Done Right, of course, the group started by our own Rhonda Rushright. Uh, we'll be talking about our thoughts and opinions on what will, on what will take place tomorrow night on SmackDown. In addition to our new news and views and history and birthdays, more talk about SmackDown and other fun stuff. One three eight zero five five pound for that. NWO Wolfpack, the second installment, one three eight five two one pound this Thursday night. Our live video feed will be from WWS Universe. That's the group that started the whole shebang. Uh, of course, we'll be giving more thoughts and opinions about SummerSlam at, right after our news and views and history and birthdays, and also other big-time talk here as well. Fr- Friday night on Revolution, we, of course, we will have, once again, our news and views, history and birthdays. Our live video feed will be from Future of WCWS. Be sure to join us for that. Also, this Saturday, here, folks, will be an action play night. Uh, first off, power hour at 6, at, at, from, uh, at six o'clock, uh, 141-364-pound. As we'll review all of our stations here in the radio network, plus also our wrestling history from this coming this past Saturday, this coming Saturday, and also of course uh, our wrestling some wrestling news bits, especially about things like Full Love and Mania, the one point one three six four pound for that. And also, folks, well, I still have not decided on the on our on our coverage show for NXT Takeover uh, in Brooklyn, but I will bring that here to you. And also, we'll let you know of a time. We'll be, at, we'll be discussing that, and we'll be having that towards, uh, like I said, we'll try to let you know something, but, of course, long before Saturday night here, folks, but we will do something for the NXT TakeOver coverage uh, on Saturday night. Uh, <clears throat> also, this coming Sunday here, folks, don't forget, at 5 o'clock, special edition of WWS Revolution, 138055 pound. Our prediction show for SummerSlam will be giving our thoughts and opinions here on everything, on all the matches that will be taking place at SummerSlam. And give our takes on it. Who knows here, folks? There might be a few bets that will be, be made here as well. So be sure to join us here for that. Uh, like I said, special edition of Revolution Sunday afternoon at 5 right here on TalkShoe, 138055 pound for that. And one more quick thing here, folks. I do want to also say our first two episodes of WWS Wrestling Championship Challenge proved to be very, very successful. With uh, uh, Once again, congratulations are in order. To the ice manager, Dijuelmo, for right now currently holding the WWS Universal Championship, and Fonzie is waiting in the wings. Chopping at the bit, I know he is. So yes, yes, yes. So we'll be letting you know when we'll have another episode of that. And also, I have also been asked, and while I'm on here, while I got to still have the floor here, I got to bring up something that was I was asked to talk about to bring up here, and this is aimed toward JD. Ooh. I was asked by our own Empress and Marie Rickenbach, and I'm going to confirm all this to make sure. And JD, I want you to be on your toes just in case if I'm right or wrong about this. And Anne has issued a challenge to you 
four. If I don't know if you are still holding on after the big uh, four title match coming up here really soon, if you are still holding the WWS Cruiserweight title and wants you for that belt. And I will answer that right now with a firm yes, I do have the belt in my possession, and yes, Ann, I will accept your challenge. You just name the time and place. I will be glad to put my belt on the line against you. You got a challenge. And another match that has also been talked about, and I'm going to go with you right here in the and dive on this. But Ann has also called Michelle's son, Caleb, as she was going to put up the XWFUS world title against the third son, Caleb. Whether or not he's going to I'm not sure yet, but we'll, we'll let you know about that. Once we, of course, get everything set in place, of course, we have to make sure everyone's going to be able to be on our be on this show so we can have this. And right now, it's still been not not set day and time as when we do the cha- the challenge again. But when we do, I will find out from everyone, and we will keep you informed about that as more and more develops on our on the trivia championship picture here, indeed. So on that on that note, here, folks, like I said, uh, enjoy all of our shows this week here in the radio network, and of course, we'll talk at you here, of course. On the, we'll talk at you here with folks on the flip side here, starting tomorrow night with Wrestling Revisited and then through Revolution and all the other shows here in between. And JD, we'll back over to you here, sir, and I will be right back. All right. Thank and you. also, I want to, and I also want to discuss something too. I didn't mention this on history, but this is not wrestling related. File me, Sean. Please go ahead. Sunday one, Sunday one year ago, not far from my neck of the woods down. Down in Charlottesville. Yes. Uh, we had that incident. Yes, it was one year ago uh, yesterday. That's right. Yes, and we all recall where that was. Yes, indeed, John. That was very good. Very good uh, point, indeed. I remember that very well, John. Indeed, that was. It's hard to believe. I didn't think. I didn't before. think about this until now. That's all right. I'm glad we brought it up, John. Thank you very much. Yes, it was one year ago today, or yesterday, I should say, as John pointed out, ladies and gentlemen, what happened in his neck of the woods, not far from him and not far from the Black Widow's neck of the woods up in Palmyra, over in Charlottesville, near the University of Virginia, UVA to be exact, that the town of Charlottesville was under siege, if you will, a very, let's just say, horrible, disturbing, and frightening scene, to say the least, however. And it was one year ago... To say the least, that had happened. So, uh, John, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I and I hope not to see. Right. And I hope not to see that that site ever again. I don't think anyone would see that site again. I agree with you there, no question about it. But uh, thank you very much, John. Indeed, one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three eight seven four four pound. This is episode one fifty three for August thirteenth, twenty eighteen, ladies and gentlemen. The human suplex machine along with the heartbreak kid, the head big with the story chat, him shot, and of course. Uh, our friend, uh, however, down in uh, Florida, if you will, and of course, uh, like I said, Bruce truly nice man here this afternoon, here giving our thoughts in. However, so we're gonna bring in our front, back friend, back friend, back in from Florida, how to get his thoughts and predictions here real quickly. So let's get his answer and let's see if we can do that right now. Uh, let's see, is he back with us right now? Our friend in Florida. Yes, Judy. Okay, sorry about that. Chad was on with us. However, we had. Uh, uh, do thing real quick. So let's get your thoughts real quickly before Chad gets back on the line. Get your thoughts in quickly with the matches at hand. We were talking about the women's match: Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. I went with Becky. Bonzi and John went with Charlotte Flair. Who do you got in this one? Ah, wow. This is a yeah. This is a uh, twist for me. I, I I'm kind of tossed between Becky and Charlotte. So I don't know. Uh, ooh. 
I hope Becky gets a chance. I I, I pray for Becky, so I hope Becky doesn't get it. Alright, so you're gonna go with Becky then? Yeah. Okay, we're having a tough time here because we got the music turning up. Don, is that your radio again? Okay. Yeah, I'm using it. Okay, no problem. Just checking. All right, up next, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Uh, who wins this one? Yeah, this is, this has been a tough feud. He's uh, like Seth lost it and Dolph got it, and uh, Seth is fighting back for it. Um, <laughs> well, let's see here. Um, well, if Drew McIntyre gets involved, like just like I mean, John said, like uh, if if Dean Ambrose comes back and evens the odds, then I I go with Seth, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a gamble if I go with Seth now. Um. I don't know. I'll say Dean Ambrose returns, but I'll I'll say uh, Dolph Ziggler retains. Okay, you're gonna go with Dolph, but Dean retains. Okay, Braun Strowman versus yeah. KO. Uh, who wins this one? Does uh, KO pick up the briefcase, or does Braun still hold on to the uh, briefcase a little longer? Um. Yeah, and the cash, and I'll answer the two part question if you're not sad. Um. So yeah. I think. Uh, whew. So I think Braun will hold on to it, obviously, because KO is like you know. Sure, he's bulk and big, but Braun is like, whew, seven feet. You don't want to mess with someone that tall. Yeah, um, you saw what he, you saw what he did last Monday when he tipped over the, uh, let's just say the KO show when he had Jinder and Sunil Singh and uh, KO on the show and then lifted the stage up. That was pretty crazy. I agree. Right. So you're gonna go with Braun, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Braun, uh, and then uh, uh, you want you want to answer the cashing question, or you want, you want yeah, to yeah, go ahead. I was gonna ask you that next one with Brock and Roman. Yeah, Howard, that's gonna be my next. I'm gonna go to that match as well. How long? Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Um. So. So yeah, I think. So I think. I hope. So everyone's hoping that Roman wins, but um, but I don't know. Some somewhere in my heart, I don't know. It, it still says Brock is gonna still stay. I don't know. Like somewhere in my heart is saying, uh, if I go against Brock and if he and if he wins, then I'm gonna probably be like pissed, you know. So I don't. So I don't. And plus, you're saying the UFC thing is still up in the air, right? There. Correct. They might get, yes. That, as of now, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Right, but after last week, you said the fake interview from Paul Heyman. I don't think they're actually gonna go. Uh, they're gonna probably wait till next year because I think he still has that. What is it? Um, the steroid ban. I think so. Yeah. Is it lifted? I don't yeah. know. Is 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 band lifted or still is he still off? Uh... Yeah, I think I think it's been lifted. I think it has been lifted. Yes. Okay. Um, but I'll say Brock retains, and um, and then I think uh, Strowman tries to cash in and maybe maybe fails. Uh, so, I'll say, so, I'll say Brock, so I'll say Brock retains, and then Strowman will cash in, but then he'll end up feeling mm-hmm. kind of like uh, what Corbin did. Uh, yeah, so. it could happen. It could happen. Very good point indeed. Okay, uh, talk about championships. How? Let's talk about AJ and Samoa Joe. Who do you like in this one? Ooh, yeah, this is a hard-hitting match. Yeah, I know. I know they've had they've had feuds going back to like uh, the Indies, and then from in TNA. Like, oh my God, those. These two can go at it like crazy. Um, ooh, is it? Well, the question to you is: it, Do you think it's too, still early for Samojo to chase gold? Like he's been there for I think what? I think since Mania, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's been there since April. So I don't know if, if uh, in four months they'll probably give him a title. You know, it's, it's kind of early, like you said. Some for some stars, you got to wait for at least a year to to get it going. But um. But we'll but we'll see if uh, if they actually give him the title. So I'll be surprised if they give Samojo the title. So I'll say Samojo just just for surprises. Yeah, I'll uh, say Joe. Okay, you're gonna say Joe. Okay, 
Very good point indeed. Okay, let's go to our next one, however. Let's talk about uh, tag teams, however. Let's go to the Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Um. Yeah, so I think, yeah, John and Fonzie had a uh, um, tussle with this one. So I think one yeah. more saying Bludgeon Brothers and one was saying New Day. So it's kind of... So I went with the Bludgeons and Fonzie went with the New Day. I went with the New Day because I think the bar should be there. And they got hosed, I feel, after what happened last week. Right. Um. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So, so some people are saying like, uh, Bludgeon Brothers are not really uh tag champs. I mean, because um, you know, they uh, they hardly appear on SmackDown. Like you saw them after what two, three weeks last week with like uh, like they keep doing video promos, which is kind of weird. They don't really come to the ring. Um. But you know, it's it's kind of uh kind of good if we have New Day, even though we've seen them with uh, what is it, five time champs or six time Fondly said. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Six time, I think so. Um, so so there's so there'll probably be six time tag team chance, but I think the bar should get their rematch. You know, I don't think they should let them uh sit around after all this uh tag t- tag team tournament thing uh is over. I think the bar should really get their revenge. I would agree. I would definitely agree there, no question about go it. And, yeah. Yes. And finally, however, let's go with this one, however. The infamous Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey, however, we know uh, all of us have scored Ronda on this one. What do you got in this one? Um, so, yeah, I know I know. me and John have one thing in common, and I, and I know you do too. So, me and John love Alexa Bliss, but um, but even John said, you know, uh, I'm not going to go go with Bliss uh, on Sunday either. I'm not either, you know. I know I'm a big Alexa Bliss fan just like John is, but I don't see her coming out victorious, even though you have Mickey James, but Man, she can tear up two people at once. You see how Ronda can can uh, has Ronda has eyes in the back of her head, so you don't you don't you don't have any chance of uh, beating her. So I think I think Ronda will finally get a taste of gold. So it's been a while since she's uh, um, itching for for a chance. So I think this will be her chance for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. So. Hold on a second. Sorry, I'm just trying to do something here, folks. All right, so there you have it, folks. All of our thoughts are as far as SummerSlam and TakeOver. Again, let's give you the number one more time and see if Chad has returned the line. one 562 pounds here as it is 10 minutes to 5 here on Monday, August the 13th, 2018. The Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, myself, our friend in Florida, and, of course, Mr. WCW joining us right now. Let's see if Chad has returned the line. Chad, are you back with us? Yes. Okay, Chad has returned to the line now. And so, folks, so we're going to now give you our raw ratings and predictions, however, as we wrap it up here. And uh, we will have a nice uh, closing theme here, ladies and gentlemen. So we will give you our thoughts, however, mind you, however, as we will give you our thoughts, however, here tonight, however, live from Greensboro. And who better to start it off and batting lead off this week, however, from Greensboro, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, in Trinity, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. WCW. So, Chad, uh, let's get your thoughts. What is it going to be with the raw rating tonight and our main event prediction in your neck of the woods. Well, like I said, as I said, Greensboro's always been a hotbed for wrestling, regardless of how far back you think. Uh, and of course, I've been to a lot of the shows in Greensboro, and I've been, I've been all, I've, I've always been just overtaken by so, so much great, great, uh, great talent and great, uh, great action, great superstars performing and everything. Uh, this one, I think, like I said, what you what you got to think about here is that it's, it's Raw's lead-in towards SummerSlam, 
and they've got to they got to make an impression here, of course, towards the big guns in WWE. You know, if they still want to be like I said, you know, marked down as being on the big show, this this is going to impact how they perform on Sunday, without a doubt. I say the main event is going to be. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. I'm going to say it's going to be possibly, and I'm this is taking a real big shot at this. I'm going to say it's going to be a, a, a tag team match. I say it's going to be Dolphin, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Okay, and what is our number? And the number, like I said, this has got to be, like I said, they got to be on. They're on the heels of of one of of, of one of the big four pay per views in WWE. They've got to be on their toes for this. However, you know, you haven't we haven't been able to put any real big numbers in because of all that's been going on with everything else in uh, wrestling on TV, everything like that. I've got to say, I'm going to just go up a little bit here tonight from what I've normally been doing because it normally hasn't been that well enough for me to even say this. But I'm going to take a stab at it. I'm going to say 2.5. Ooh, okay. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Very good indeed. John, what about you? Um, um, I want to see Brock and Roman in the ring. All right, and your rating? Uh, 2.0. All right, I'm going to go 2-2, two, two, and I'm going to say what you said as well. Fonzie, uh, your uh, prediction, please. Sorry, we're hearing a little bit of commotion there. Good. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, 1.9. And the main event will probably be Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar. Okay, that's good. That's good. And you said what was the number again? Same as last week. Okay. One 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 nine you said? Yeah. Okay. And uh let's get our prediction from our friend, however, who uh mysteriously called in today and uh, get his uh main event prediction and uh rating today. Uh Mystery Caller, please tell us your rating and prediction for this week, please. Okay, um I'll give it a I'll give it a two point three and I think since it's a go-home show, they might have a contract signing between Brock and Roman as the okay. main event. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Caller. Uh, like I said, we will definitely uh, be looking forward to hearing what you have to say about that goes. However, like I said, uh, so there you go. 
Uh, so there you have it, folks. Everyone's prediction and ratings, however. Again, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as Chad said, we got a busy week ahead, however. We also want to remind you that tonight at 11.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, however, that John on Facebook Live on GRHS and Facebook.com will have a lot to talk about, including the passing of Jim Neidhart. He will share his thoughts, I'm sure, about that. He'll talk a little bit more about TakeOver and SummerSlam predictions and get his early thoughts in on that as well. And, of course, uh, some other news, including maybe talking about the PGA Championship as well from this past weekend. Also, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, in the early part of the day, however, we'd like to wish again early on a very special happy birthday this Friday, however, coming up to King NWO Gerard T. Smith, who will be celebrating a birthday this weekend. Also, we'd like to wish in, uh, the uh, Heartbreak Kid, of course, the very best of luck in his procedure tomorrow morning. He will be going in very early and will be rejoining us later in the week, however, but will be off the network uh, at least for a day or two, however, but hopes to be back with us later in the week, however, but we'll hear from him, of course, next week here on Raw Radio, but he will be MIA for the next day or two, however, due to a procedure that will be taken care of tomorrow morning. So on behalf of myself, John, uh, as well as Chad, Michelle, Gerard, the rest of the gang and the panel, way too tough to handle, including our friend Heller. We like to wish Fonzie and you, especially you, Fonzie, the very best of luck tomorrow morning and hope everything goes very smoothly in that procedure without question. Uh, does anyone have anything else to close us out with, uh, John? Nope. Chad? Uh, just listen to, like I said, folks, go back and, uh, Take a listen to all of our past shows here in WWS. And like I said, just, just, uh, look, just look forward to, like I said, what, what will be a very big-time week here, folks, in the and, and, of course, the radio network here coming up. Uh, starting later, like I said, with everything we're going to uh, revisit, and, of course, re- starting with Revisited on, and Revolution tomorrow night. And then, of course, like I said, just on through the rest of the week, more big-time talk about, of course, uh, uh, uh Takeover and SummerSlam, and some and interesting debates, big time here from everyone involved. It's going to be a very, very unique week here, folks, here in the radio network. So definitely, do not miss out on that. Certainly, no question about. It. I would agree there, no question about. It. And Fonzie, uh, my friend, do uh, you have anything else to add before we close this out? Uh, no. Well, like I said, on behalf of John, myself, and Chad, and Michelle, and the rest of the gang, we are wishing you the very best of luck tomorrow morning, my friend, and we hope everything goes smoothly. We really do. Thank so you, buddy. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, on that note, folks, uh, we are ready to close it out for 153. Usually, however, I'm on vacation this week, however, and I'm not here in the captain's chair, but this week I am in the captain's chair, if you will, once again, running things, however. But next week, folks, we have a great show lined up. We will talk about the aftermath of TakeOver and, Summers- and from SummerSlam in Brooklyn. We'll get you all set up, of course. Also, ladies and gentlemen, with the NFL season and college pro season as well, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows? Next week, we might be talking a little football, however. We will give you our early predictions on who might be the favorites to win uh, college football's holy title this year and also give you our thoughts about the local team power this year as far as collegiate football goes and a little bit of the NFL as well. So, folks, you might want to stay tuned for that, of course. We did not get into our worst moments of SummerSlam this week, but we might do that later on this week sometime on one of the shows. You never know. But, folks, thank you so very much for joining us here on this rare Monday afternoon. I mean, right now I can look at the skies right now, and I can tell you right now it has stopped raining finally. It is a little overcast, but it is cooled down a little bit. It might be a little warm, too, wherever you're at. But, folks, stay safe out there. Be careful out there, whatever you're doing this week, however, as far as the weather goes. 
in more ways than one. So, folks, thank you so very much for joining us again. Don't forget John's Facebook video tonight, however, at 11.30 p.m. So, for now, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, for the Human Suplex Machine, for our friend in Florida, and for the Heartbreak Kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And as we take you out tonight, Howard, it's only fitting we play this song in honor of one of the great men we talked about at the lead start of the show today, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, again, the father of uh, Natalia Nightheart and the brother-in-law of Brett the Hitman Hart, who tragically and suddenly we lost today at the age of 63, however, due to a fall Howard suffered at his home in Florida. And in honor of the anvil, however, and for his friends and family, Howard, as well as his fans out there, we thank you, Jim, for giving us so many great memories with that laugh over the years and so many great moments of your career. I remember watching you for the first time when I was eight years old back in the mid-80s with Brett the Hitman Hart in the WWE. So, Jim, as Chad said it best, Howard, I think Fonzie said it best, I said it best, John said it best, we all said it best here today, including our friend in Florida. We will miss you, we will always remember you, and we will think of you quite often. So thank you for the memories you gave us, Howard. And so on that note, we're going to take you out with one of the most famous themes of all, the Heart Foundation theme. So Jim, rest in peace, my friend. Goodbye, Godspeed, and thank you. World Wrestling Federation, for over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment.